0: The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad. He said, now you just fought one hell of a fight, and I know you hate me and you got the right to kill me now, and I wouldn't blame you if you do. But you ought to thank me before I die for the gravel in your guts and the spit in the eye, because I'm the son of a bitch that named you Sue. I got all choked up and I threw down Johnny my gun Cash. Called him a pawn and he called me son and I a son. By request. I might just add that to my point.
1: Oh, you know what? There's some really... Oh, Johnny Cash. Just, yeah. Some great, uh, some great tunes uh, by, by him. And actually, the, the, if, you, if you look on YouTube, um, one of the original recordings, of course, is at Folsom Prison. He's playing oh, yeah, it in prison? Yeah. Is it Folsom Prison? But he's playing in prison, right? Um, but And it was the first one they dubbed over, but it was really, really poor quality. I remember so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but that was another Boom. one by request. Uh, I guess it reminds you of your dad somehow, so you can let us know at 6.30, sure. 6.30. A few more of them coming in at 3.41. Uh, still on the dad front. Mm-hmm. You had uh, sent this one to me as well. Uh, we were talking about the gifts that dads want, but also about um, how things have changed for modern dads over the years. And and 20, well, there's a list of 25 things of the different things that they had to, they have to know now, which funny? might be a little different than, yeah. than their dad and certainly
0: their dads before. Right, because we were talking yesterday about skills that we don't pass on how to change a tire how to change oil like those kind of things right Uh, and then i tripped across this survey and again i took the top 10 they had i think as you said 30 of skills that you have to now have uh, as a father as a modern dad it's interesting like at number 10 teaching the kids how to host their own youtube show isn't that interesting just the fact that At some point, because your kids start getting into technology and you want to help them with it. uh, But who would have thought that even 10 years ago? Uh, Keeping up with fashion trends Mm. at number nine. How to be active and safe on social media at number eight. At number seven. Scrapping, uh, scraping sorry, together a down payment so their kids can actually afford a home. And think about how many people said they wish their dads yesterday had taught them how to save. Yeah, what your folks, yeah, what you'd wished. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number six, generally keeping up on the latest technology. At number five, teaching the kids what all the wires going into the TV do. <laughs> which I find... Interesting when I first thought of it, I thought, Oh, is that even a thing anymore? But it totally is. is. Every time the kids Mm -hmm. hook up something new, I've got to go, Okay, so listen, you have to connect it this way, and this has to flow that way. And you know, Um, at number four, setting up video game consoles absolutely, you get you buy that first video game for them, and Mm. then you got to be able to set it up, and it's often annoying. At Number three, building Ikea furniture. <laughs> Is that so true? And you know what? That's true throughout. When kids first leave home, it's often Ikea furniture that they get. And then they, I've had at least two phone calls now over the years going, Hey, did you want to help me put this uh, bureau together? Where or?
1: does the Fluggenhogen go?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what style did you get? I got the Uh Number two, setting up a Wi Fi. Uh, setting up Wi Fi. Mm-hmm. Up- <laughs> right. yeah, I love that. I'm going to add that to my playlist
1: too
0: setting up wi-fi a network or a netflix mm-hmm. account and at number one how to cook a meal things that dads yeah, didn't have to you know, know before
1: what, yeah a if, few if folks said yesterday as well they wish that their 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 parents had taught them how to cook yeah how to cook a meal yeah um
0: and you know and what again the, i'll say you know my yeah.
1: my mom my mom never taught me how to how to cook it was my dad that as an adult when he ended up in the same city as i did when i was working then we would spend sundays together yeah. and we would cook together and he taught me because he's a very good cook mm-hmm. um he taught me how to make my favorite dish oh really you know stuff pork tenderloin and you know that and so and
0: but he the, knows to this there's day a, there's a technology gap in there though when i first oh, yeah. when i first moved out of home, and I moved, uh, well, really moved out, like out of university, and I went to mm-hmm. Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, and my mom had put together a cookbook uh, of my favorite mm-hmm. dishes, and she'd also given me her Betty Crocker cookbook, which yeah. I still have. It's got everything in there you can imagine. All the right temperatures and how you do everything. Still have it. Still refer to it from time to time. But she had said, Take at least once a week to make yourself a really nice meal, Uh, like a roast, a turkey, something like that. Just do it. Um, Take care of the leftovers. You'll be able to make sandwiches all week, but it'll feel really good. Your house will be full of that smell of cooking, Mm -hmm. and you'll have a nice meal, even if you're alone. So I cooked a roast following her instructions, right? And I did the potatoes, uh, broiled potatoes, and I did some side dishes. And then I got to the part where I wanted to have uh, peas. And I had a can of peas. Yes. Right. And I'm just, I read this can over and over again. You didn't know what to do with the can No instructions. And so I phoned her uh, back in Charlottetown. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I'm cooking this meal. She goes, oh, good for you. It's going to be great. And I was like, yeah, how do you cook peas, right? She goes, well, are they in a can? Mm. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, well, open the can and put them in a pot. Okay, they should probably put that on the side of the can then, right? So that was the last instruction my mom gave me in terms of cooking. Mm. Then when I say there's a technology gap, so fast forward now 10 years or so, and I'm out on the road all the time, how I'm cooking is in microwaves, yep. and I'm figuring out, well, how do you poach an egg in a microwave? How do you... Yeah. Like, my mom could bake a cake. She This was one of her claims to fame, and I... Challenged her and she did it. She said with an electric frying pan, you can cook anything in the world including a, like a uh, cake. Yeah Yeah, and she did it one night Um But then she knows nothing about a microwave like she knows nothing no. about any of that stuff no. or your egg or like yeah, any yeah. of these other Things yeah. right so she wasn't able to help me with that It was like by trial and error that I figured out how you
1: but then you turn around and you look You know wasn't one of the kids recently tr- didn't know how to make an egg Yeah, yeah
0: I know it's and, just and, so and, weird. Into their
1: 20s is like, how did that happen along the line? Did we not show you how to make an how to egg? You know, an how egg. to boil an egg? whatever. I
0: know happens. that's my canapes yeah. again, right? Yeah. Like somewhere along the line, mm. because the kids are really good at microwaving stuff, and and you can buy stuff that's totally microwavable, and so yeah. it's really easy to do, right? Yeah. But I know when Mad, no, Ashley, when she moved here to Edmonton for a while, yeah. and got her own apartment, um, I went over to her house and made. All the big meals and with her, and showed her how I make a roast yep. and how you do a turkey and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but with the other kids, I didn't, and maybe because she was the first one out, <laughs> my first opportunity, right? But um, my kids don't know how to. I, I don't think they can cook much beyond a grilled cheese sandwich if it doesn't go in the microwave, honestly.
1: Well, considering the number of skip the dish dishes deliveries you well, get in the house, well, exactly.
0: It's it's. It seems we like get a they stupid just, number of skip the yeah. dishes to our house. Yeah. But it, but then the other thing is, like, even look at lasagna. Mm. And we have this uh, f- funny ongoing joke at our house about lasagna uh, because we had my mother-in-law one day, and we had lasagna. We had her over for supper, and she said, oh, did you make it from scratch, or did, is this Costco lasagna or whatever? And for whatever reason, it struck us as funny uh, because we got into the topic of how it was actually cheaper to buy it as a made lasagna than it is to try and buy mm. the ingredients, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is another reason why... People have stopped learning how to cook, right? But to this day, when it won't matter what the circumstance is. Um, I'll say something like, uh, hey, you know, we should, you should probably think about saving up for a car. And my son will go, well, is it cheaper to buy the parts and put it <laughs> together or, you know. But yeah, that's the other thing too, right? Like everything, there was a time when everything became more convenient. And that was the selling point of oh, food, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Convenience. Mm-hmm. But in, in, mm-hmm. in making it convenient, we stopped I, learning how think, to cook. But I
1: think we're starting to lean back towards the yeah. other way now.
0: Yep,
1: is getting away from that sort of stuff and, and, and actually days, doing, doing the doing the cooking and 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 yeah. buying all the the parts that go yeah. into the lasagna.
0: Well, that's the other thing too, because a lot of those recipes that my mom put in that book that were my favorite mm-hmm. recipes, I can't even buy the parts to the recipes. Like there'll be things like chicken gizzards. Uh, buy a bag of chicken gizzards and uh, a can of, you know, evaporated milk and there the just be this whole list of things that you're like, What? What is that stuff? Like, I don't even know if they sell this. I don't stuff. want
1: anything that has chicken gizzards and evaporated
0: milk Well, in it. you Well, you are missing my dad's dressing recipe then. He was a giant When I was just a kid I was always trying Everything he did I can still remember Every lesson he taught me Growing up Learning how to be
1: Like my old man Great tune by Zach Brown Band About his dad He actually wrote that um, A couple of years back Some of your texts coming in John says I didn't realize my dad had gotten old He'd had a heart attack and didn't make it. My pop had a big barreled chest when I was young. But as I went into the ER room to say goodbye, there was my frail, substantially smaller dad. I've never noticed that he'd shrunk or gotten old. I just didn't notice. And then this one out of Killam says, because this is my last Father's Day. I'm sorry to hear that. I, um, I told my son I've always wanted to own a brand new truck. So last weekend, he and I got together, and I told him to make the choice because he knows more about vehicles than I. And he's in the Air Force, and I'm damn proud of him. And I'm going to Cold Lake and giving him the truck for Father's Day.
0: Wow, that's a pretty nice uh, gesture on your part. Well done. Wow.
1: And my clearest memory of my dad is him chasing me while trying to keep his pants from falling down because he was hasty removing his belt in preparation for discipline.
0: Is that one of my brothers texting in? (laughs) Because I have uh, dozens of memories Uh, of that. Dad holding up his pants because the belt was in his other hand. Yeah. Man, You know, it's funny. We don't do that much anymore, right? It's frowned upon, this corporal punishment. Uh, is that corporal or capital punishment? Corporal punishment, yeah, I guess. Right. How about this story real quick? Uh, I know we've got to take a break soon. Uh, because it's sort of Father's Day related. There's a Gatineau, Quebec man. He's been sentenced. Well,
1: well I wouldn't say it's Father's Day related in well, any way. It's related. about a father who behaved very inappropriate. Brought bad. I, I get
0: where his motivation came yeah, but, from on this, but, but he took it way too far. As
1: my daddy would say, there's a difference between scratching yep. your butt and tearing a
0: hunk out, and he tore a hunk out. He made his eight-year-old daughter sit at the dinner table for 13 mm-hmm. hours uh, over an argument about uneaten uh, Brussels sprouts. The man pleaded guilty to one count of unlawful confinement, was sentenced to four months to be served in the community. He also had to pay a $500 charitable donation. Mm-hmm. So what had happened was I guess the, the, there was this heated battle over the vegetables. It happened back in January of 2016, uh, his daughter was not allowed to go to the bathroom or change after she had soiled herself. Uh, she was shivering and suffering from hypothermia and eventually agreed to eat what was left on the plate, only to vomit it back up immediately uh-huh. afterwards. And this father, I guess he separated from his from the daughter's uh, mother. And so, sorry for sniffing. And so he was texting the mother uh-huh. afterwards the details of what he had done. And uh, I think that's how it came to the attention of police. And and when I say, I, obviously, I don't agree with what he did. Well,
1: and this guy was, you know, smart, smart, oh, paper smart, smart junior college professor, a professor in special care counseling right. with a master's degree. What an idiot.
0: I know. And, what an and idiot. And there comes a time when you're a parent and when the child is younger like that, that there's a standoff, right? Oh. And as a parent, you say to yourself, I cannot fold here because this is a, a real standoff, right? But... There also comes a point at which you got to call it a draw or something. I mean,
1: it goes from trying to prove a point or making them eat the Brussels sprouts to being
0: abusive. Absolutely. And and the funny thing is, you know, in hindsight, oftentimes, at least in my case, when I look at those moments in which a child of mine and I tried to see who had the greater resolve, right? And as a father or as a parent, you almost want to break that resolve. Like, no, 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 I have more resolve than you do about this. You're going to eat these vegetables, right? But now, years later, in hindsight, I really admire the resolve of some of my children. Like, saying, "No. You know, the
1: kids don't like
0: vegetables. Right. Exactly.
1: I, rem- I remember when you talk about memories mm-hmm. sitting at 4 Florence Street in Smith Falls, Ontario, by the light of the oven at the table, because I didn't want to finish my dinner with spaghetti or something. I don't yeah, know what it was. I remember those things. But I just remember days. sitting there and sitting there in the dark and, and not being let down. But, having said that, I didn't pee my pants and I wasn't mm-hmm. forced to sit there and you know, all of that eventually. Yeah. It, it went, that's, Obviously you know.
0: that went too far, right? Obviously. I mean, uh, you know, another memory of my father, I didn't really mean to do this this afternoon, but, you know, talking about dads gets you going, right? If any homework that I did ever from grade one to grade 12 uh, had to be looked over by a parent my, my parents were very they were it, it was very important to them that our work be good for school that our grades be good because it opened up our opportunities they always told me so if my mom was available that 's who we would take the homework to and she would scan it and sort of be oh, okay my dad, however, mm. would forensically digest mm. it like he'd dissect it he would just he would go through line by line and if he found like a spelling error, then I'm writing a thousand lines with that <laughs> word spelled correctly. Or if he found a math error, he would give me another hundred problems that involve that same sort of... Mm-hmm. And I honestly hated him for it. Mm. But I'm so good at math now. Mm-hmm. You know, I hated him for it, but it was like, wow, you learn not to make a mistake. Yeah. Right? Check your work. Make sure it's accurate.
1: 357 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News as we head into Father's Day weekend um, talking about which songs you'd like to hear, maybe remind you of your dad. Let me know at 6.30, 6.30. Let us know at 6.30, 6.30 and we'll, we'll get uh, Angie to play them for you. Have a bunch dubbed over already. We'll take a break here for the 4 o'clock news. On the other side, Brian Hall's in with sports. We'll take a look at your market numbers and more right after this.